what it is is episode three of the down by two podcast i am your host josh elijah to my right you got mike fulmer aka mick aka kip aka my pal from la salle how's it going mike i'm good episode three just wrapped it up in the books it was a doozy yo it was our first guest that we've ever had on the show, and it's our very own uh, Jesse McKay, the producer, Birdman. Can I get a Can I get an eagle? You got that spot. You got that spot. <laughs> Yo, Jesse, it, the body though came out. He's. We might have to have him on more often. He's a born G. Yo, anytime, um, anytime. It, we we chat about what's going on in the world of sports on a daily basis, just as we do as well. Uh, so it was great to have all three of us. Uh, uh, on the same feed. He's uh, definitely talking. an encyclopedia, though. He, um, he came with a shit. lot of uh, knowledge, especially with Toronto sports fans. Oh, but, man. Absolutely. Uh, a, lot, a lot of great uh, stuff that we covered. We covered a lot of NBA talk, a lot of NHL talk, just kind of predictions going into the second half of the season. Um, a lot of focus, obviously, on the Leafs. Uh, touch on, on the Raptors, what they need in order to improve. And uh, some healthy well, debate there. Long story short, you're on the Nets nuts, eh? On the nets, <laughs> buddy. Uh, it's I. I definitely think that they're a front runner to win it all this year. As as much as I hate to say it, you got uh, me sold on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will be cheering for the Lakers. I think the Lakers stand a good chance to take them down. Yo, who knows? It could be Jazz. It could be the Suns. It could be the Lakers. Any one of those three. But it's the Nets coming out of the East. And uh, then we touched on the Leafs. The t- Leafs touched uh, on the Leafs a lot. Um, I, I think we were I was one foot in, one foot out on most of my takes with the Leafs. I mean, they got the firepower. Don't real the back end isn't all that steady. We'll see what happens though. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly it's going to be interesting to see them face a team that isn't you know based out of Canada. I just think you know it might be a bit of a culture shock, but we definitely dive right into that. Um, that's what's fascinating about the playoffs. As soon as the divisional games finish and you get your seeds from mm-hmm. each team, then everyone's battling for the first time all year. It's going to be, a, it's going to be, it's going to be a treat. It's going to be, be great. Uh, but this is episode three of the down by two podcast. Let's get it. Promise we're here with our producer, the one, the only Jesse McKay, aka Birdman. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm good, bro. How are you guys doing? Man, we're a beer and a half deep. Freaking cheers! Yeah, a couple pops. Cheers. cheers. Great to have you uh, as our as our first guest and our producer on this show. Um, a little background on uh, on Jesse and myself. We go we go way back. Um, BP front and John, baby. We do, and we didn't even realize how long it was until last night. We're like, "Oh my god, has that much yeah, time we already these passed?" Seven years, yeah, seven years. It feels like yesterday. It really does. I remember the first time I met Jesse. Uh, it was one of our boys um, that got him a job in the kitchen, and I saw him, and I'm like, "Who is this dude? He is so cool. He's got these neat tatties. He's got the Ooh. full sleeve." And then, like, I try and start a conversation with you, be like, "Hey, my name's Jish," and uh, <laughs> I'm like, and then "Who the like, hell is this guy?" You're like, K-Bud. Uh, <laughs> and it went on like that for months. Until I didn't know here fi- for this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then it finally got down to the point where we had a couple beers at Up Bar, and uh, we both kind of 
you know, said to herself, I was like, yeah, this guy's all right. And uh, became good friends ever since. Yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't even know anyone when I first started there. It was uh, pretty lonely. I knew Jake and Ryan. Shout out Jake and Ryan. Yeah. Got shout out Jake. Job there. Pooh Bear um, and, and Ryan. Dubay. Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, man, a lot of our, a lot of my memories, some of my best memories uh, with you are going to games, especially just uh, working down the street from the Rogers Center and from the ACC, oh, yeah. formerly ACC, now Scotiabank. And R. we've R. split R. on season tickets even. We've split we on did. season tickets for the Raptors and uh, started going to a bunch of those games as well before, you know, the whole COVID shutdown. So this is, uh, this is the guy you split the seasons with. Yeah. 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 We're yeah. still exactly. at a couple games too. Yeah. Don't, I don't know what's happening with that, but yeah. um, it is what it is. It is what it is, but yeah, a lot of a lot of great memories uh, going to games and talking sports and watching games uh, at the bar and getting yeah. loaded, drinking a couple beers. <laughs> Honestly, I f- the first memory I have really of you was uh, like I think you invited me over to a house party. I don't know if you remember because oh, I can't remember geez, where it is. That, it's yeah, in the that's West College End. in Lansdowne. That was that Lumbervale. Yeah, um, funnels down from the second story. I was still, yeah. Was still, Oh yeah! <laughs> Wait, you were doing finals? Oh yeah! From the second, oh, I... <laughs> with with Jesse Justin. So I got Toronto Jesse and I got oh, London no. Jesse. Yes, and that's when world collide is uh, when he got. You got Jesse's. a little confused. Yeah, he probably didn't mean to invite me, but you know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you guys oh, remember man. the first hour of that experience? Yeah, and definitely if not that. the not the yeah if that even. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, I remember being really nervous because like I didn't know anyone. I also didn't know where the hell I was. Um, <laughs> me neither <laughs> I'm so tuned yeah. that's when you get exponentially drunk when you're so disoriented where you're at oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're and just when you lost and you don't know anybody at the and party everyone and everyone from work was there too and I'm like yeah. oh boy oh boy yeah. here we go this is yeah. it this is make or break but you made uh, it you took you me under it. your wing man like immediately and we uh, we had this like instant bond I don't know if that uncle, happens a lot with you. Uncle Jim. Nice Josh, guy, yo, but... Josh has that effect on yeah, every person he fucking ever meets. Guys, come on. <laughs> you, guys, like, you just become best friends overnight. Yeah, hilarious. and then I sucker two of, my, two of my good friends into doing a podcast. So that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's my, how it works. Like, you guys get too close, you fly too close to the sun, and Jish gets you. Yo, Jesse, my word. The first time he told me about this, I was so reluctant. He's like, honestly, just come over. We'll just chat. Chat into a microphone like we do every night. And like a week later, we got a fucking logo, a producer <laughs> sending me links for these nice mics. I'm like, Jesus, fuck. Right. All right. So <laughs> instantly intimidated. Yeah. Well, hey, um, here we are now. Hey. So so you, we, and you, we trust, Josh. So yeah. Let's yeah. rock and roll. You're our guiding light, buddy. <laughs> Guys, thank you. But we had a, our connection was like pretty good because I'm into music. You're into stand up. I feel like there's like a, you know, a lot of relation there. We both create. Yeah. We both we we're both on that creative sort of uh, level as well. And I, I guess it was just destined to actually come across some sort of project because we've tossed ideas around before, and then this is the one that actually felt felt mm-hmm. right. And it's like, yeah, this is our time Are has come. It's it? due. We have to work on something together, and and this is it. So was it organic? Organic. See, I don't really even still know where I come into play on this whole uh, process, but I, I'll show up every week. You're fucking right here. Yeah. <laughs> You're here. You help, you help me drink my beers, and yeah. we'll, uh, oh, let's just man. talk some sports. All right. Uh, speaking of which, um, lots to cover. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah, man. Um, let's get down to business. Um, obviously, my role here today isn't just to introduce myself. I don't think anyone really cares. Uh, but I do. I do. <laughs> Um, 
as a producer, do you guys understand how much time I sit at the computer listening to you guys talk shit and drop <laughs> F-bombs and how much crap I delete? You're allowed to say fuck oh. on this show. <laughs> yeah. But um, thank, we, fu- thank fucking God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, so many hours probably wasted listening to just us blabber on and gab on about bullshit. Um, Dude, you guys are all over the place sometimes. Do we actually cover anything of any sort of value? Uh, not yet. I don't think okay. <laughs> we're gonna start today. <laughs> we're gonna start today with the with the here and now and and talk about what's going on in yeah. uh, in certain leagues. We're like, I guess our main focus right now yeah. and going into you know the second half of two different seasons. Um, we got the NHL and NBA. Uh, lots, a lot lots of questions. A lot of questions. Lots Hopefully, questions. we have answers. A lot of questions that won't I need get some answered. answers here, boys. <laughs> okay. All right. Shoot. What do we got? What are we starting? Okay. With? Let's jump into the NHL. Okay. Uh, I'm a big Leafs fan. I heard Mike's a big Leafs fan too. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, we could I'm just a Leafs jump fan right too. In, Don't fucking discredit yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Leafs fan, but <laughs> as a lot of as a lot of the boys would say, I fucking I'm I'm pessimistic. Yeah, so my first question is, on a scale to one, from one to complete panic attack, where are you sitting right now? 10 being complete panic? Yeah. Oh, I'm not panicking at all. If anything, I feel better than I have in quite some time, other than the goaltending. And that might even be exaggerating it, but Freddie hasn't looked uh, like a Stanley Cup goaltender, but top I mean, he's rocking a 900 save percentage. He is... But if you look over the last year or so, and I seen I seen some of the underlying numbers, they're they're almost better than average. But does he make timely saves? Does he show up night in night out? I don't know if he's gonna do the trick to make a real push. But overall, I think that they're in a position where they should be able to get out of the North. So is that a testament to maybe a, like the Leafs defense? Because I thought the Leafs defense has been pretty good. Yo, it's been I'm better. Per- yep. I've been pretty happy with the Leafs' defense, at least compared to previous seasons, if that's what we're comparing. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Justin Hall's stepped up pretty good. Yeah. TJ Brody's been a solid signing. And Hall's look a little shaky in the last couple weeks, no? Yeah, but he's a pleasant surprise. You almost just got to be happy that you're getting production out of a, out of a guy that you really weren't anticipating much. Um, yeah, a guy that Babcock wouldn't even play at all. Yeah, didn't wasn't he a healthy scratch for nearly every game last yeah. year? Like how many how many games did he play last year? Barely any. Um, last year he played more just because of the coaching change, but I'm thinking like right. the year before After that, I don't think he yeah. played at all. But he's kind of been waiting in the wings, and uh, he's been he's been solid. Yeah, I like do his you, game for sure. Do you think that we can improve on defense? Is that something that maybe we want to take a look at? Yeah, I mean, I do just because. Like, going into the playoffs, someone's bound to get injured. It happens every year. And the way I look at it is, like, if one of our defensemen goes down, like, we're pretty much fucked. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, and I think you need a a strong strong defense, obviously, to make any sort of cup run. And it seems like we're pretty set in our ways already that we... That we have a pretty good defense, but there's definitely room to improve. The playoffs get so heavy and physical. you got to have guys on the back end that can really at least play physical and be able to hold down the fort. And it gets 
it's a grind when the playoffs hit for sure. So yeah. what about this? And I've been looking into the rumor mills and, and just seeing like, you know, different possibilities that could potentially fit. Uh, maybe looking at a team like the Sabres that are just fired their coach and not looking too hot and potentially, you know, just wiping the slate clean and starting over and uh, potentially trying to get someone at the deadline. Uh, what about someone like Montour or Miller uh, coming in on defense? Would that yeah. be some some sort of... I love it. Yeah, I, I love what, that what too. Do you, what do you give up though for like a, a Montour? That's the question. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure what he's making, but I know the Leafs are pretty cap-strapped, so they are. I think something would have to go. Try have to send something the other way, right? Maybe some prospects. Would that would that even fly? Or well, word on the street is we're ready to give up a top prospect right now. Yeah, who do you got back? You got Robertson on the on the front, and then you got Sandine on the back end. Those, I think they're both expendable, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. There's also Liljegren who hasn't played at all. Absolutely. Haven't heard anything about him actually. I don't know if you yeah. got the inside scoop being there in Toronto, but no, I don't. I don't <laughs> Do think any the of these guys are playing. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys get a healthy dose. We're running of a different the... fucking time yeah. zone here. We. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm not following the fucking behind, Marley's here either, though. <laughs> no, I mean you're not either. picking up the the daily Marley yeah, true, true. in fucking Toronto on your way to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh man. Um. Yeah. I don't know. What about goaltending? Like. Should we get another backup? Because I was talking about that. Jack Campbell's injured. That's that's the big question. I, I think that's the big question. There is: Can Campbell get healthy and come back and be a we nice to be. one too? Yeah, because he showed a lot of promise coming over ever since he came over with Muzzin. Mm-hmm. I, I think everyone's been happy with his play. Absolutely. Uh, at the end of the day, I th- realistically, you need Frederick Anderson to play like Frederick Anderson in his first year with Toronto or so overrated show that promise. 100% overrated is he overrated yeah I think he's been thrown in a position that he wasn't yeah. really ready for like are we asking yeah. way too much of him our defense has stunk since yeah. he's been here yeah absolutely and I think he at the end of the day I think he is who he is he's he's a good goalie mm-hmm. is that fair yeah or is that being is that being harsh on him because he's never had a good core in front of him well, when he's good, he's above average, but he's not. He's mm-hmm. not gonna. He's not gonna be the reason why we win the cup. The reason why we're gonna win the cup is that top line, right? Yeah. Ooh. So we're going to win the cup. If we're gonna win the cup, it's gonna be led by the guys that make ten million plus. For Christ's sake, that still bugs me. Yeah. Whole another bugs stuff. me a little whole bit. Whole another fucking podcast. Okay. Well, let's. I don't know if you if maybe we want to jump into into that, but. How does the Leafs' playoff run look? First of all, do we see them finishing first in the North? I think so. Yeah, I'd say Winnipeg's our only real threat for first, but yeah, it's they've, a little they've early. been good. They've looked good. Do they? Would they take a couple from Toronto recently? But would you look at any sort of? Okay, so what would you? What would your predictions be for? Um, for the first round of playoffs, who would the Leafs potentially face up against? And um, how does that kind of break down? The Leafs win. If they win out and they win the North, they'll be playing the four seed, which is it's still a fucking crapshoot with you got Canadians, you got the Oilers, you got Calgary that might catch a catch a little bit of fire. Um, and then who? Edmonton? Like or sorry, I didn't mention that. So there, there's a couple. You don't know who they're gonna end up facing off. So I, I came up with some predictions here. I have the Leafs winning the North. 
Um, in first, second, I got the Canadians, third, Jets, or sorry, no, um, second are the Jets, third are the Oilers, fourth are the Canadians. I think we're going to face the Canadians first round, and I I think it'll probably, it's like one of those matchups that we've been waiting to have in, in the playoffs for years, and um, I think it's going to be a, a tough series, and they're, they, I think they will make it out of the first round this year, but I, I think it's going to be a lot harder. Um, I think it, it could go to seven games. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. Do you think they can even win a playoff round? I fucking hope so. Yeah. Oh, like, man. Imagine if they did. But honestly, imagine like if they the don't fire get and brimstone if they don't. You know, imagine if they get matched up, Canadians end up in the four seed, and they don't get out of the first round. Goes to, <laughs> I'm I'm it's going to seven. It. It's going to seven, man. Yeah. It'll be tough. I think they'll overcome. And, uh, you know, they've, mm-hmm. they've been working with this core for, for a little bit now. Um, I I think they've got too much firepower. They can't. They can't. In they a seven-game series, they are going to take care of the Canadians. But who knows if it'll be them? It's a complete toss. Like it's a toss-up right now. The Canucks have. I think they're sitting in the five seed right now. But yeah, lots of much. games left to see. That's there's going to be a lot of movement there towards the uh, bottom half of that. I have them pegged to face the Oilers in the in the next round in the semis, I guess. And uh, I think that'll be another tough series too. Even though that we've Pretty much had had their number throughout the um, throughout the regular season. I still think that you know I, I find. Maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but does it not seem like the Leafs sometimes play down to their competition a little bit? Like the Leafs are the better team over on paper, over any- for sure. Yeah, they they come out flat sometimes for sure. They get ahead of themselves. I think it's like an effort level thing. I could see that series going to seven as well. You know um, what though? I think that's with any team that you follow real closely that has firepower to win every night if they want if you follow them day in day out you'll they it'll expose when they're when they're not on their top game right absolutely well i think it's safe to say as Leafs fans we are confident with them making it out of the north yeah i think they have to or there's gonna be some heads on the chopping block yeah yeah just imagine this, though. I'm just looking at this list. Leafs have Canadians first round, and by chance they get the Oilers in the second. What a treat that'll be come spring, eh? Those playoff matchups. Oh, love it. It's oh. just great that we're facing Canadian teams all around. Yeah. it's. Uh, I low-key it, want this to stick, because I think it's great. Yeah. 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 It's... I mean, here's the, here's the, here's the problem, is that now, like, say, for instance, the Leafs make it out of the, out of the north. We're not we're not going to the cup, man. Yeah. We're not going to the cup. You don't think so? I no, man. I like I have them pegged to face the lightning after um after, like if they make it out of the north and I have the lightning beating them in five. Ooh. That is I have a the tough lightning matchup. I have the lightning but I have the lightning winning it all as well. That's I fair. think I think I'm talking I think I'm seeing it a back to back. Um Lightning are just they've they've maintained most of their core Vasilevsky so is good is unreal. Like, our goaltending does not match up um, against theirs. Oh, they're they're so good top to bottom. They're disgusting. They have arguably the best defenseman in the league, the best goalie, and when Kucherov is healthy, stammer, Oof. point. Oof. They're just disgusting. They've got a trophy candidate at every position, basically. <laughs> they it's do. insane. Like, I have, for me, I have Avalanche, Lightning, in Stanley Cup, and I have, I have the Lightning winning in... Six, maybe seven. That's, that's fair. A reason, that's a reasonable take. Yeah, you don't. Were the knights on your uh, 
potential list? Yeah, I had them. Uh, I, I got the Knights, in, too. Oh, man. I have them losing in seven to the Avalanche. I think the Avalanche will figure things out a bit. Um, so the Avalanche got banged up hard last year. They did. Yeah. So if they can yeah. stay healthy, I'm with you on that. It was a shame. I liked the Avs last year. They, like, McKinnon looked real good. They were, I thought they were going to go right to the cup and play the Lightning. Any teams that are huge busts so far that you've noticed? <laughs> Well, Total opposite. But, huh? I don't know if Buffalo <laughs> counts as a bus, but they've just been That's utterly just expected. Fucking Buffalo. But they brought in fucking, they brought in Hall. They have some players. You thought Dallin was gonna make a make another stride. Like they have not looked. Yeah, good. they're they're a tire fire. Or they lost their last thirteen or something like that. They're disgusting. I just pulled a number out of my ass, but it sounds right. I think they have sixteen. <laughs> they got six wins. I think. Huh? They have six wins. I think yeah. so. Six wins. This year? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh. brutal. The pain of being oh, man, a Buffalo. That's bad. At least they got the Bills. Yo, and a pleasant surprise. Yeah, good fucking thing. Uh, pleasant surprise is the Blackhawks. Yeah, fair. If we're if we're talking about as opposed to surprises, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like nobody thought that they were going to be much this year, but I have them making the playoffs in the. Um, They're sitting in the four seed right now in the. In Central, I think they Central? finished off fourth. Yeah. Yeah, they're looking pretty good. Be good to see. No Taze this year. Seabrook just retired. Good for good for um, Patty Kane. Guy's a stud. He's just Guy's carrying the boys. You smell that, Josh? Yo, I smell that. That's that fresh-ass candle. Ooh. This episode of Down by Two is brought to you by Naturally Vain. Ooh. That's a handcrafted, naturally produced line of body care products and candles suitable for everyone. Sexy. It's Ottawa-based but globally known. You can find that scent at naturallyvein.ca. You always smell that. You smell that. Don't forget to use your promo code DOWNBY2 for 20% off your next order. Ooh, that's DOWNBY2. All right, move on to the NBA. Sure. Oh. Fucking sure. Why not? This guy's dick's hard right now. Oh, erect. <laughs> what, what was your favorite topic that you want to discuss? Where are these big men going to land? Ooh, where are the big men going to land? <laughs> Talk about the big boys. Give me the Fuck. big boys. I mean, Jesse, we could jump right into that if you want. Your, yeah, you want to go into the big men? This we is could. all you, Josh. Uh, big we got boys. a few names, you know. Drummond, Aldridge, Thompson. I know the raps were linked to Drummond big for boy, a bit. Big boy, big boy, big boy. You were dying to land Drummond, Josh. Man, guy makes about Drummond a billion dollars. Yeah. Oh man, um, I I did. I I wanted I wanted Drummond. Um, if there's some sort of buyout scenario, hell yeah. I think like if we if, like if, if we have to trade for him, they're gonna they they're gonna ask for Powell, and I don't know. I think if we can sell Powell high. Um, then that would be great, but altogether, I like Drummond. I think is too much just to trade for. That contract is huge. That is expiring. Um, some sort of a trade uh, to get Tristan Thompson. You know, fucking throw Baines and Terrence Davis the third uh, fucking bum. Get rid of him. Um, but yeah, altogether, uh, there's a lot of a lot of big men that are just out and about. Like honestly, that's the thing that sucks is that with all these big men. 
Like the Lakers probably going to scoop up Aldridge. Um, Drummond's probably going to go to the Nets. Um, all these other people that are rumored. I mean, Vucevic. Where are you hearing about Drummond going to the Nets? Or is that just a... I think I saw that Because everyone's going, really? Yeah. Because that's, that's the first I heard about it. I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, yeah. No, as soon as I... Uh, it's been That's been a thing for, for months as soon as the Raptors rumors were, were floating around. Um, wow. Yeah. There's just so, so many... So it'll be big... a starting five and there's no bench. Like, Yeah. Nobody even there, <laughs> period. <laughs> They're just playing a full I mean, 48 minutes. I mean, man, they they are. We'll 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 get into the Nets in, in a bit, but when it comes to Drummond, um, he's got to go somewhere. He's he's too good not to. Um, so I I think if the Raptors can do it, we, that that our main problem is when it comes to the Raptors, they need rebounding and they need some fucking playmaking off of the bench. Because as much as I don't mind DeAndre Bembry, I don't want him fucking carrying the ball up the court. He's not a playmaker. Like Terrence Davis, we've had to look to. And who else? We got Patrick McCaw. No, no, we need a fucking point guard coming off the bench, some playmaking, and we just need some rebounds for crying in the sink. We don't have anyone who can rebound the damn ball. It's insane. Um, like Baines is is fine. Honestly, you know, if He's you want to okay. keep costs, if you want to keep costs down, and we're looking at a big man, I was kind of targeting Robin Lopez because I think you know Washington is a bust. I don't think that's, I don't think much is going on with them. They're definitely not going to make a playoff push, uh, and they're just holding Beal captive there. So Washington is kind of out of the picture, but I think he might be a pretty cheap um, buyout when it comes around uh, deadline time. So. Uh, Robin Lopez, I think, will give you a little bit more defense. I think um, you, ca- you can compare him to Baines. Uh, offensively, about the same, but just a lot more garbage points around the basket and more of that, um, more rebounding, I think. I don't think we should go after someone like uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. I think he's past his prime and cost way too much. We'd have to give up Tried too much to for trade him. trade him to me in our fantasy earlier. Yeah, fucking I said, right. I did. No. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I literally Absolutely tried to trade not. him to me too, I think. Yeah. I tried to yeah, package everyone. him with about every fucking Of course trade. I did. Of course I did. Yeah, he's doo-doo. <laughs> what was I doing? He looks like Mr. Magoo for crying in the sink. That's insane. Um, but when it comes to... Yeah, man. I think another big pickup that we could definitely use with some playmaking off the bench is George Hill over on uh, OKC. We just need some sort of point guard. He just gets tossed around every year, eh? Every Georgie? Year. Well, Georgie Hill, what is he? He's played on the Cavs. He's been on the Pacers. He's been on the Bucks. Basically, anyone that we... Good face in the playoffs. Um, but he's just he's doing nothing on OKC now. OKC doesn't need him. They'll take more picks. I've got 40 first-round picks, so get more. <laughs> really? I don't know. I just made that up. That was 82. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely think we could we could beef up in that, in that sense. Honestly, I don't think we're going to do much at the deadline. That just kind of, see, that kind of seems to be Masai's um play throughout the years where it's just like yeah we still have a chance to be competitive i don't think he's gonna blow anything up i don't buy this lowry to the 76ers if lowry goes to the 76ers to talk about packaging like matisse thibel tyrese Maxey, um danny green apparently is supposed to come back to the raptors if that's a deal maybe some picks for lowry sure if that happens fine like I, i'd be okay with taking some prospects um, and I wish nothing but the best to Lowry, and I want to see him be competitive and play on a competitive team and have a chance to win, to win another championship. Um, whether or not you know, I, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen with the Raptors anytime soon. Uh, I would like to see him retire Raptor, but if he's to leave, I want to see him happy. I just want to see the guy happy, right? I would love to see him win another one. 
Yeah. And if he's on Philly, damn right, I'm cheering for Philly. Philly's my new team. For sure. We're not making any revenue for playoff games either, so it's kind of a wash, for being honest. Yeah, for sure. Um but yeah, when it comes to when it comes to those big men, uh, a, a lot of just circling, uh, circling back, I don't. A lot of them are just rumors. Uh, Miles Turner has been rumored. Vucevic has been Turner um, has been rumored. I don't. I, Vuce, I, Vucevic. Yeah. Solid. What do you have to give up for someone like him, though? Oof. He's had a huge year. I mean, he does every year. Quietly. Yeah, the Raptors aren't in standings. Like, if if a contender picks up Vucevic, we are sewered. As of right now, I don't even have the rap. I have the Raptors making the play-in tournament. I don't have them. No, I don't have. I don't have them in in seventh seed or better. Wow, or sixth seed. Do you think Thompson's a fit at all? Because that seems to be gaining He's a lot an of upgrade from Baines. Right now. He's an upgrade from Baines. Bring him back home to his hometown, sure. I guess. Um, when he's buzzing, he's nice, especially on the offensive glass. And he's played in a lot of competitive games over the last five or six exactly. years, which is nice. Here's the thing: I don't think, I don't think the Celtics. Why would they do that? Nothing seems enticing about what we're offering, and that's basically we can't offer much more than Baines or Davis, maybe Stanley Johnson. But like, uh, yeah, it doesn't. They make don't really. Any sense for it doesn't them. make sense. Maybe start involving some picks, but who knows? I wouldn't mind to see Tristan Thompson in a Raptors uniform. I wouldn't mind that. I think it, it would it would definitely help us. Um, I. PJ Tucker was uh, parted ways with the Rockets. I was kind of hoping to maybe have get him somehow super cheap, um, see him back in a Raptors uniform because I, I loved him when he was on the Raptors. I thought it was great, uh, but he's on he's on the Bucks now, and um, other teams that are actually in contention are are making moves. And I I, I feel like the Raptors are are going to stand pat. Masai's not going to do much, and uh, we're going to coast in the playoffs. We're going to be a middle. Middle of the pack team and you know early exit. Unfortunately, how pissed were you guys watching that game last night? I wasn't. I hit the spread, so I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was close, but I I got the Pistons at minus three and a half, so it was uh, <laughs> worked out for me. Uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, you know what? Fine. We Detroit for whatever reason, Dwayne Casey just loves kicking our ass. Um, he, he's <laughs> He's got our number, and rightfully so, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think um, I think the Raptors—they need to be able to play together as a cohesive unit. They need to, you know, get back on get back on pace. You know, they've been missing a lot of their players now. Everyone's cleared to play, um, but time's running out now. Like, there's teams that are gaining momentum. Like the Hornets are looking great. Um, you know, the Knicks are, are still seasoning ahead. Um, the Heat have been on an insane run, too. Um, and there's no catching that top tier. So, uh, with the Raptors, when they were, they have fallen down so much in the standings because we were right around that fourth, fifth spot. And then now we're not even, um, in the top 10. We were so. fourth at one point, I think. Mm-hmm. For, from someone that doesn't follow them all that much, the Raptors had their run. I feel like the core players there know that they don't have what it takes in the locker room. I, I don't know if they have. I don't know if they bring that same energy for a full season because they know that when it comes down to playoff time, they're just not going to be able to make a full run at this thing. No, I get. The, am I nuts? I can be nuts. This is just an outsider. 
I mean, I hate to come across as that pessimistic Raptors fan, but we have that's to be, exactly what I sound like here. But but it's like we, they've had their time. Yeah, we we have to be realistic, and yeah. what we have like these odd ends and pieces that just nothing just seems to quite click. And and yes, there's that's nothing the loss that I of, see when I watch a game that makes me go like. Wow, when these guys are rolling, they can beat anyone any night. They show flashes of it. They sure do, but like a lot of teams do though. They've lost that heart, man. They've they've lost like Ibaka going was huge. huge. And, and like yep. you don't understand how much you 100%. can't. And then and Gasol going as well. Like, we try to fill that void with with Baines and, and Len, who's not even man, on our Jesus fucking fuck. team anymore. <laughs> Ugh. It's fine. You know what? I mean, we, I, I got to see a championship. We got a lifetime. title out of it. <laughs> <laughs> what a we treat. Did. That's nuts. That even happened. Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to overall standings, um, I'm going to run through what I got in the East, um, starting in the move, maybe jump into the West. Um, Nets are going to keep surging forward. Again, we'll jump into that in a bit. Um, Nets, 76ers uh, in second, Bucks three, Heat four. They've just been on fire, and they've just needed Jimmy Butler to be healthy and, and, and play. He's playing like like, an, like a potential Unreal. MVP right now. Like he's, he's, he's got actually a legit shot with Embiid being out, LeBron yeah, kind of falling yeah. out because yeah. AD's injured. How long is uh, Embiid out for? At least a month, Yeah, which is huge. That's a shame for him. Hey, this was like mm-hmm. his. This he was going to win the MVP if he stayed on that clip, mm-hmm. and he's taken a lot of heat over the years being out of shape. And yeah, it's absolutely. kind of a coming out, not a coming out party, but kind of though. Coming, yeah, yeah, you know it has. It, this has been his standout year, and so hopefully, you know, speedy recovery for him. You never want to see someone go down, especially when they're in the MVP conversation like that. But um, the Celtics. Oh fuck the Celtics! I fucking hate Boston. Um, but right I when think you thought that... they were kind of shitty, they're uh, they're putting it together again. Yeah, you're like, oh. and they're gonna make like Danny Ainge. They're gonna, gonna be he's dangerous. Gonna, he's gonna do anyone. something at the deadline, yeah. and and they'll they'll beef up a bit. Next, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you, Same. New York. Same. They're fun. Yeah, man. Yo, Maple Mamba. Just I, I I want nothing but the best for R.J. Barrett and and Julius Randle, my guy. <laughs> Oh, he is. He's awesome. a G. Yeah, he's a G. Fills the stat sheets. Even you, Austin Rivers. Even you. Go get him. Um, and yeah, and then to see D Rose with Tibbs, like yo, those guys are inseparable. And like, yeah, love that one-two punch. Go get married. Um, they, they've grinded long enough. Like, yeah. They've been in the dumpsters. And then uh, that seven through ten, I got Hawks, Pacers, Raptors, Hornets. I think are going to come down to earth. You like, think so? As much as I like Le- team. Yeah. yeah, they are fun. They are a lot of fun. And, you know, as talented as LaMelo Ball is, he's just he's there's this is so cocky. He's got this arrogance where I'm like, dude, you you've haven't even been in the league for half a year yet. Like just But I don't know what it is. It's just that I think he just smiles too much. I think he just it's too much of a grin. Yeah, and the name. The name it already bugs you when you Ball. see him with his with his mug. Doing the Doing the three, oh, I mean, like that, he, like that he's, cheesed me. It's a salute. It's a salute. I get it. Whatever, um, but I think they're coming down to earth. They'll they'll squeak into the playoffs. It's either them or Bulls um, that are going to be in that ten spot, and then seven oh, hope to it, do the play in tournament. I hope it's the Hornets. Like you said, it's nice to see them doing something. Terry yeah. Rozier quietly turning into Yo, Damian Lillard. Scary Terry. Scary Terry hours. 
Ooh. <laughs> Watch Yo, out. That's, that's, a, yeah. that's, a big, that's a big call. It's a big take to say that he's uh, somewhat of a, a baby Lillard. Uh, but he loves that. Small he sample loves that. size. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty he, good. he's vicious going to the rack, and he is not afraid to take that, that final shot uh, with, with, the, with the game on the line, much like Dame. Um, in the West, in the West, I still think Jazz are that powerhouse at number one. Um, just the, the the way that they play that team ball, um, they're they're reminding me of the of the Hawks a few years ago when you had um, you know Al Horford and Jeff Teague and and did um, that team not get swept? They did. They tore up the regular season and they get yeah. cleaned right out. No. No. <laughs> no. I think they had trouble against uh, against LeBron. LeBron ended up. Yeah, uh, and the Cavs taking him. I but love that reference, though. Swept. Remember that that team had like a full starting lineup in the All Star game that year. Yeah, yeah, all four of them were playing at, yeah. at one point. Um, yeah, so I mean the Jazz, but the Jazz are really uh, they, they're I, I'm riding them. I think I think they're great. Suns are also really awesome to watch too. They're they're in my number two. Lakers three, Clippers four. Lakers Lakers are just gonna dummy everything when AD comes back. Like they're coasting now. You know they they've they've lost some games they've they've handled some games but like again AD is going to come back and it's going to be fine they're, they're going to beef yeah. up to like they're going to get someone like Aldridge they're good or or they they also are in the running for Drummond too so they will end up picking up somebody um, even if it's Demarcus Cousins you know maybe he'll finally get that shot to play with the Lakers like he was supposed What's to. What's going on uh, with him? I haven't heard anything. Yo, same. Oh, he's in the Bahamas. I don't know. He's just nice. he's chilling. He's sick uh, Bahamas league. I heard. <laughs> Probably weighs three thirty right now. Oh, <laughs> big yeah. old cuzzy. Yeah, he's another. He's another big man that's just out there that you know someone needs to scoop up. I just. I think everyone's just done with him though. Like, like what you're getting. Like you're parting ways with the Rockets. Yeah. The Rockets, dude. Like, come on. I. There's got to be something up with that. Man, my heart hurts for him not to get off uh, the subject. Just thinking, like he could have signed a like a super max with Sacramento years ago and. Ends up walking away, going to New Orleans. Never signs a big ticket. Tears his knee, was it? Then Ace or his uh, Achilles, one yeah. or the other, or both yeah. at some point. Oh man, it's a shame. Man, he's Such not a talented he, player. He's not starving, but no, no, not by any means. Um, yo, are are teams like you know this middle pack? Like you're looking Nuggets, Blazers, Mavericks, Warriors. Are they for real? Are these Ooh. teams for real? Nuggets got off to a slow start. They're they're kind of back on track. Blazers, you can never trust them. I mean, now that they're healthy, the boys are coming back. back and yeah, the boys are coming back. So like they they definitely the big comeback come from behind win over the Pelicans, who I don't have making the playoffs. Um, Stan Van Gundy, I think, is a horrible coach. Um, Keeps getting jobs though, no matter. Yeah, what. that oh, team yeah. does not make sense. Like yeah. no one's giving uh, the ball to Zion in crunch time. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. Why not? Why not? He's I a don't beast. Get it. He's the most That's dangerous player in the paint. Yeah. And so if you... Yeah, you can get to the rack every time you want. And they're passing it to uh, Ingram instead. I don't get it. I mean, like, I'm okay with Ingram taking that shot, but... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've nah. never liked Ingram. I know he had a big year last year and he got his, his ticket. Mm-hmm. Still can't buy into him for whatever reason. I think they're young I'm and with misled you. with... Uh, with Van Gunders, yeah. and uh, don't I don't think that they're um, I don't think that they're a playoff team. Uh, but then again, the Spurs I think are also going to come down to earth. They're kind of the um, they, I, I don't think that they just they have what it takes. I want to see Demar do well, 
Um, but yeah, I have like the Mavericks, Warriors, Grizzlies, Spurs, and that's seven to ten. Um, pretty much a toss up. Um, but ultimately, it's going to come down to um, those top four um, in each league. Um, you know, East and West. Nets, 76ers, Bucks, Heat, uh, Jazz, Suns, Lakers, Clippers. Um, maybe get some surprise from the Nuggets or Celtics. Um, I'm, I'll be rooting for the Knicks, though. And I think the Clippers Raptors. are going to do any damage. Mm. I'm biased because I hate the Clippers, but I think they might go to the NBA finals. Where does your deep, deep-seated hatred come come uh, with the, the Clippers? Uh, first off... I love the Lakers because I love LeBron. Yeah. So it's like if you love one, you got to hate the other. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. Uh, that and kind of bitter Kawhi left for there for them. As a Detroit Pistons fan, you're super bitter that he <laughs> left the Raptors. <laughs> yo, yo, Pistons Raptors isn't like this crazy. It's one or the other. Like, yeah, no, we're living enough. in fucking Ontario. Here. I'm sure half of Detroit cheers for the Raptors too. Well, you guys are like yeah. a whole time zone behind, right? So. <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah. Um, fuck the Clippers, though. They're dangerous. You, I just you can't deny it. I mean, like now that Ibaka's on there, double fuck no. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them leave the Raptors and 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 gain any sort of success or any sort of chips. Um, I think I honestly think the Lakers are just going to run it back. Yeah, they're just so good. They beefed up and it seems to be working. Um, they, apparently, there's been talks that Marcus Sol hasn't really worked out as well as they had hoped in in La La Land. Um, sucks to be you, Mark. You could have stayed in, in Toronto where, where things were good and everyone loved you. Um, big stanky. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. Other than that, um, I'm I'm calling Lakers Lakers Nets in the finals. Those are all excellent points, Joshua. I like it. <laughs> Absolutely. And any of these teams could go on a hot streak, let's be honest. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So I guess my last question for you guys. Oh, boy. (laughs) Let's go. I think you know what's coming. Sure. I know we we talked about not really going into hot take territory with this podcast, but seeing as how I'm here... This is the the entire episode has been nothing but our takes. So fuck Josh me. is gonna burst out of his seat here with this. I want to see go. you guys go at it a little bit, you know. Yeah, fuck um, you. <laughs> on a basketball hot take, I'm bring out the f bombs. Let's go. Bury my grave. Fuck is this? Holy fuck! fuck the last episode, eh? Did you count how many I had? I gotta check myself. Here. Uh, I lost Over count under thirty five minutes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I I saw this actually floating around on Instagram the other day, and it was I don't usually pay Ooh, attention to that crap but i thought it was interesting um Mm. we all know how good kd is he's an mvp kind of guy gifted scorer we know all that already but he hasn't been able to win at all without an incredible supporting cast right correct so i want to know did kd have a better supporting cast with golden state or do you think this iteration of the Brooklyn Nets is the best he's ever had behind him? I'll let Mike Ooh. go first. And uh, we can put Josh on the hot seat after. <laughs> I appreciate that. I can pick my poise and let Josh battle me here. But exactly. Off the top of my head, I think it's a no-brainer. The Warriors. That's a no-brainer. And we'll, we'll just yeah. hold your okay. tongue here. Okay, fuck. We'll, All right, go. Golden State had arguably, they were already being talked about as going to be the best dynasty in history, like a year, two years in, before I even got there. 
Would they go seventy three and nine? Lost to LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Pretty stoked about that. But that team, I mean, Steph Curry back to back MVPs, Clay Thompson, Draymond, Iggy, just to name a few. They they're the most they were one of the most dominant teams we've ever seen in this whole generation. You're gonna compare that to a Nets team that has generational scores, but really have never done anything. I know Harden's got an MVP. Kawhi hit a big shot, has a championship with LeBron, but the Warriors, way better starting cast than the Nets. Now, I might eat my words here in a couple months, but that's my initial reaction to that. Josh, you're stewing. <laughs> As, but can can you really argue? No, you, I, I, it's a it's a win. No, you can't. Look you can't at these, argue these two casts. He's I'll been try. granted. Like, come on, just disgusting. I thought the original idea was he was leaving to prove his worth, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of no, turned into this other beast, and it's like, oh, really? Yo, fantastic point, eh? He left the juggernaut to go do it, do his thing, and then. <laughs> Harden shows up halfway through the season, and all of a sudden you got this three-headed monster that no one's ever even dreamt of. Now we're talking about Drummond going there too, apparently. Yeah, potentially, maybe. Yeah. And see. Blake Griffin. Okay, so here's yeah. totally here's where Blake. Him. Blake's a shell of himself, but <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, and so let's let's start off by looking at it like this. Um, Kevin Durant. Just even the all like when it comes to this subject, Kevin Durant isn't it's not about him having a supporting cast because to me, Kevin Durant, and I can I might sound like an idiot saying this, but uh, fuck it. Um, he's not supposed to be the focal point of any team. I think he's obviously like arguably the most talented person whenever he is on any any squad, like he can easily be that most talented player. But th- look at it from 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 this perspective where. Golden State um, had already won a chip without him. Then they lost to LeBron, and then they acquire him and pick up two more chips. They acquire KD. Now, if they didn't end up getting KD within that three-year span, they probably would have gotten another chip just because they're that good. And that's because Steph Curry is the focal point of that team, and they have that um, supporting cast as well. Yeah, he was kind of able to blend in there. Yeah, KD for sure, and and yeah, being Finals MVP and whatnot, uh, unreal, very talented player, um, probably the, the most talented scorer that we potentially have ever seen, possibly, arguably. But now that he's on the Nets, same sort of deal. Would you say it's KD's team? Well, could you? Kyrie had that full year, well, almost full year without him. So yeah. I don't know, just based on that, maybe it's kind of his team. I, don't I know. would kind of say, like, man, it's kind of Harden's team right now. I mean, he's Dude, putting up the triple doubles. He, yeah. man, they are doing complete, they are pl- contenders with or without KD. Like, they can they can go for it all with just Harden and Kyrie right now. Like, they it's have won 13 disgusting. of their last 14 games. That is insane. Without KD. So, yeah, I think that the Nets supporting cast, if KD is that focal point, if that's a supporting cast, it's definitely, I, I think it's a more talented supporting cast than what um, than what uh, the Warriors had. I think it has more potential. Yeah, I think if you laid all these players out on a table and you were to draft a team that you wanted to surround them with, I think you're taking the Nets. Those Nets players it definitely has more right poten- now more potential sure. right think. now like you said small sample size too here so 
I mean, the Nets, the problem with the Nets is that it just don't make sense. Like, you have Steve Nash as your head coach. You have Amari Stoudemire and Mike D'Antoni as your assistant coaches. Like, fuck is ish. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> who put together this 2K roster. Like, this is, it's insane. Uh, and then adding people like Blake Griffin, who, at this point, you're right, is just a shell of, of, of himself and is just a, a name. Um, I don't think, you know, that he's going to cause, um, I don't know how much more he's going to space the floor with what they have. He might get some more, he might get some wide open shots now with all those talented shooters and scores. But, um, you know, you have other players like DeAndre Jordan, Joe Harris, who's a great yeah. spot up shooter. Um, they, they have some pieces off their bench as well, some young studs as well. I, I definitely think that, you know, if... Kevin Durant, given that he doesn't go anywhere and, and com- continues on his career with the Nets without hopping around, I think that they have uh, more potential to build on that and and win more than three, uh, like like or win more than two, like he did with Golden State. So Let, let's see him get one. Let's see him get one here. Let's see him get one. Sure. And real quick, like, do you think maybe Blake has more value on this team? Maybe playing like. 15 to 18 minutes a night as opposed to being the guy like he was in Detroit. You know what I mean? Maybe he kind of gets his groove back. He's not 100%. He's not the dude. The guy didn't dunk in Detroit. That's he, also he, true. That's kind of yeah, scary. He lived on the elbow and just tried to... That's not, who you, that's not what you want from Blake. Yeah. Play less minutes. Hopefully he's somewhat healthy and be a little bit more explosive. Provide you some more energy minutes. For sure. Well, you, to have Blake, you want now, you want him to be able to have that wide open shot or be able to slash and create more more room as well um i think i think definitely his um what's asked of him is going to be less with the nets um and i think that would prove to be a bit better because he was not meant to be the guy in detroit and let's face it detroit just doesn't have anyone you know aside from grant but but yeah i definitely think he's better off uh, on a team like he just wants to be able to contribute towards a contender and that's obviously right now the nets and uh um yeah I think that's um, I think that's I think that's where we're headed. Is um, you know, Katie's coming back, and you know how much better can this Nets team get? Real quick, Nets Lakers final. Who are you taking? Oh, that's funny. That's exactly. I was just looking at this sheet. I just thought about LeBron and AD matching up against those Nets. That is a war. Well, I I and I'm at home. I want to say I want to say Lakers, but after. Josh's five minutes fucking spew job there. I want to take the Nets. <laughs> Spewed everywhere. <laughs> Yo, you spewed spewed right into my brain. I don't like it. It's just it's it's. Yo, it was good facts. spew. You're in. You're in me. You're in. You're inside me. Right. Put now. a bug in here. No. <laughs> I. Can you argue? Like I they're, know. they're they're disgusting. just disgusting. Even have players like Brown coming off the bench too. Like when the Claxton, the, my boy Claxton with the the blonde dreads. My Yo, gosh. you really hammered it home when you talked about Harden and Irving, how dominant they've been, and KD hasn't even been on the floor. No, he's been injured for weeks, yeah. and he's still out, going to be out, and they're still on this incredible tear, and they haven't even completely tapped in their to you know their their style of play. They're still figuring things out. They have a huge hill to climb when it comes to you know improving defensively. Um, but I mean, almost the, the sky's matter. the limit. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with them. Regardless. The sky's the limit with these guys. Yeah, Lakers, Nets, uh, if you made me bet, uh, no bias, I think I'm probably fucking taking the Nets there. I think I'm taking but the I'm, Nets, but, but I'm... But I'm cheering hard for LeBron. Same. Because he's my boyfriend. I'll take same, the same. Lakers. You don't bet against LeBron. 
I think that's a lesson we've all learned at one point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. My yeah, bag, being, my a rap, being a Raptors fan. I mean, you bet against LeBron in the finals, you're you're up. Yeah. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and just like that, episode three, done like dinner. That's it. Yo, that just blew right by. We could have been going on for hours and hours, uh, but we have to cut it off somewhere. Yo, so the Nets are going to win the uh, chip and the Leafs. We have no idea nope. what's going to happen with them. Nobody <laughs> nobody said the Nets are going to win. Um, we, I mean, they look good. <laughs> they, they look I'm pretty damn good. And the Leafs, you know what, man? If they make it out of the first the first round, that's a huge win in and of itself um, because we haven't seen that in, in decades. And so Tell that to Toronto media. Long yeah. story short, though, successful uh, episode three. Episode three, done. Uh, moving on to uh, episode four, we're going to switch gears and go right into opening day of the 2021 Ooh. Major League Baseball season. Let's go. Yeah, Been waiting for this. Yo, it's excited. here. It's here. It's here. It's finally here. We're going to have a special guest on the show. Uh, he's going to remain nameless for now, but very excited to have him. And uh, we're going to jump right into uh, some, some crazy stories and some outlooks on the season, uh, maybe some predictions. Uh, but it's going to be all baseball, baby. We can uh, touch base maybe on how our brackets are looking at that point, too. Yeah. Probably yeah. pretty scary. That'll probably be able to be shot at that point, probably. <laughs> uh, as we mentioned in our in our previous episode, in episode two, we were going to sprinkle a little bit on Michigan, but uh, we're going to wrap this up here and actually reevaluate our brackets before we submit them. Let me throw one last piece in here. I think I'm renegging and i'm gonna pick illinois a lot of people are hard on illinois right now well i mean yeah with michigan's star player going down at least for the first half of the tournament if they can make it out it's looking tough so i you're like an illinois that's my half educated take yeah (laughs) but zags we're still going zags zags in illinois i don't i don't know if the i think they can match up in the finals so i guess if i had to bet i just see those two i just don't have the nets to go for baylor baylor's just always screwed me and i just don't know yeah they had a lot of downtime towards the end with i think some COVID issues so yeah i don't know but we're gonna check back in to see how our brackets are doing but uh stay tuned for episode four uh as we jump into the baseball season uh josh elijah mike fulmer this is down by two podcast make sure you like share subscribe follow us on social media listen to us wherever you get your podcast cheers cheers everywhere the imagination dares it's for the open-minded the pleasure seeker it's jeff woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality theme-based with special guests the blue hotel hotline at every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story get a room and listen in at the blue hotel begins Friday, September 23rd.
do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.